Shall we start this? Because we we could play with Gabriel all morning. <laughs> so we are gonna we're gonna finish with the book of Ephesians this morning with the chapter six. And last Sunday we talked about uh, the seven walks of Ephesians. And uh, and we're gonna start with we read chapter five and you know be careful how you walk, right? Be imitators and walk in love. So I thought about that and, and I was reading this book this morning, a, a little chapter that talks about uh, community of prayerful love. It's called The Divine Conspiracy by Dallas Willard. And he's talking, I mean, we're going to read in chapter 6 about all the ways that we relate to one another, right? And I, I think that a lot of what we're going to find in studying the New Testament is everything is based on relationships, right? But I thought it was interesting, this paragraph here that's talking about uh, not being judgmental, uh, and I'm going to read a little bit here. Uh, anger and condemnation, like vengeance, are safely left to God. We must beware of believing that it is okay for us to condemn as long as we're condemning the right things. It's not... <laughs> it's not so simple as all that. I can trust Jesus to go into the temple and drive out those who were profiting from religion, beating them with a rope. I cannot trust myself to do so. Isn't that deep? Because a lot of people, are, they are so easy to say, oh, well, in the Bible, this is wrong. So that gives me the right to judge them. But the Bible also says, judge not. <laughs> Lest you be judged. You know, so even if it's wrong, and according to the scriptures, you know, it's like the Pharisees bringing that woman to Jesus. Hey, she was caught in the act. What are you going to do? What the law says, right? And Jesus was, leave her alone. Go and sin no more. He didn't judge her. He didn't stone her like the, he would be right to do. In following the law, you know, but I, I, I think that this is a very cool chapter out, out of this book because it's how do we come together as a community and how do we relate and how we take the, these lessons from Ephesians home and walk in, in a way that's worthy of our calling, right? So that's why we're doing this, I think, because we want to walk in a manner worthy. So this chapter here starts with all about relationships. 6.1 Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, 
so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Slaves, <laughs> be obedient to those who are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in the sincerity of your heart as to Christ, not by way of eye service as men-pleasers, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. With good will, render service as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good things each one does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether slave or free. And masters, do the same things to them and give up threatening, knowing that both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. We could have a lot of comments there. <laughs> you know, of course, we do not have slaves today, but it is the relationship. I mean, we do have people in slavery today. But it is talking about the relationship of treating one another right and serving as unto the Lord. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against ru the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. That also we could talk a lot about. You know, and that's how I, 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 I a lot of times it's so easy to get busy trying to fight people yeah. you know and this is right and this is wrong you know and when in, in in reality we are under all these powers and influences and people are under those also everybody therefore take up the full armor of god so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with the truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. And pray on my behalf that the utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness 
the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. But that you also may know about my circumstances, how I am doing, Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will make everything known to you. I believe this is the guy that brought the letter to them, that delivered the letter from prison to Ephesus. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, so that you may know about us and that he may comfort your hearts. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ with incorruptible love. Another translation says undying love. What I think is interesting here is that remember chapter 4 he talks about equipping of the saints and a lot of times you know when you talk we understand equipment like giving the equipment <laughs> giving you the right tools to do what you are supposed to do and then in chapter 6 with a very like soldier Roman soldier uniform he uses you know like the the pieces of the uniform or, or the armory, the shield or the sword and the helmet as like these are the equipments that you need to be in this walking this evil day. That you may be resisting like chapter four, the winds of doctrine, you know, and, and, and false teachings and all of that. So it's interesting to uh, Gird your loins with the truth, the breastplate of righteousness, your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That's how you walk, right? The seven walks of Ephesians, the gospel of peace, and the shield of faith to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. Any other comments, questions? Like we, we said from the beginning, this is believed to be a circular letter. So a, a letter that was like written to be copied and taken to different churches with basic teaching about you know, the whole gospel, not only dealing with local problems, you know, so a lot of the letters, he's talking about the divisions happening in that church. He mentions names. Here he only mentions the name of the, probably the guy that delivered the letter, that brought the letter from prison to Ephesus. But it's not dealing with like local church problems, but mostly like saying, hey, this is how you all are supposed to walk. This is how you're all to, supposed to relate. And the ministries are, were given for your equipping, for you, your maturity. And this is how you're going to grow and how you're going to mature by becoming 
this community of this church of speaking the truth in love. So that concludes our book of Ephesians. The one thing I jumped out of me too is the thing of, um, and you can just see it, like I drive a lot, I go to different places, like yesterday I went to Lahaina, in my land, different spirit of places, totally different. And, and you can see it, um, uh, you can feel the island spirit in it when we have so many Yeah, watch out and, 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 and be aware that we are not fighting against flesh and blood. You know, like, like for instance, you know, like Thanksgiving, you know, you can get into a lot of argument instead of just being thankful, <laughs> right? And, and you put a family together. I mean, we, we had to do that, you know, hey, we're not going to talk about this. This is not about us educating people about the history of Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, but we're going to be thankful because, uh, you know, we're thankful for one another. Yeah. And we're thankful for the life that God has given us. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that everything is perfect. You know, but I, I like what you're saying because what happens is that if you're not aware you're being out there bombarded and you think it's people or you think it's you 
And it's all this fiery darts of the enemy coming at you all the time. You know, and then you, you have to be able to distinguish what's you and what's this thinking being bombarded at you of division, of racism, or all of that. And then you, you need to be aware of that. That's what, you know, that we have that book, A Manual for Soldiers, right? That goes over this whole chapter. I mean, this portion of the, the equipping of the soldiers. And there is a message called uh, hard hats for soft heads. You know, that you need the helmet of salvation, you know, to filter the thoughts that come through your head, you know. So we, we bless that for us, you know, bless the, the equipping that we are able to walk in this jungle out there, <laughs> you know, and, and be protected and be stable, be able to stand firm like he starts the, the, the chapter, right? He goes... Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the full mark. Yeah. Be able to stand firm. Stand firm. He, he's talked about that chapter, uh, verse 11 and verse 14 again. And 13. Therefore, take up the full armor and having done everything to stand firm. Verse 14, stand firm, therefore. You know, so that's what I think that's like, you guys stand firm on what you have heard, what you know, do not be moved, do not deviate, do not buy into all the, the spirits that are around you in this age, but you stand firm. You know, and Speaking about standing firm, I was, you know, during one of the songs that we were singing, you know, and we were singing about put your eyes upon Jesus. And that, we didn't sing that one about the friend, right? What a friend we have in Jesus. But it's, I think that that's what Paul is saying. It's, it's being done for you. It's not about what you're going to do and what, how well you're doing. It's being done. So it's, you stand firm in what has been done for you. You know, and, and that, it's like that song. That's the one I was think, thinking. We used to sing, that. we were born for this day, right? Like, really, like, as if dependent on your intensity to sing that song. And it's not. We were singing. We were born for this day because he chose us to be born for this day. That's why we're here. You know, it's not because of what we have done and how well we have lived in the last 40 years, you know, but it is because of his choice of each one of us and his including us through his sacrifice and through the communion. So I am thankful for the simplicity of walking with God nowadays. <laughs> You know, that it's not based on, you know, how well I, I perform, but it's how perfect his sacrifice and his provision is. You know, and then when we come and we, we are reminded, you know, this is how you stand firm.
you stand firm on what he has done in the faith, in, in the trust of his provision for us and not how we, we perform. You yeah, know. I'm just kind of pondering how, you know, in the armor of God, how worship is interwoven through all of that. And thinking of the song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And it reminded me of, and I may have said it before, but I had this dream where I was walking down the driveway where I lived in Chicago. And um, I had this boat around me. And outside that bubble, there was all this demon activity, banging and crashing, trying to knock in through that bubble. And I'm just, you know, I'm just walking and worshiping uh, within that bubble. And then it caught my attention. I was looking at all of this going on around me and all this demon activity, trying to trying to break through. And as soon as I got my focus on that, rather than the Lord, the bubble burst. <laughs> and, um, you know, so that is definitely part of the honor of God interwoven through this. And, yes. Worship is you. That's why it's good to worship. Speaking about that, can we worship a little more? And we bless the communion as we worship. We can take communion and we say, Lord, help us to stand firm.